That's the Belonging Company with Henry Seely. Zeal, good morning. It's Rise and Stein at Victory 91.5. Ray Haynes is in teaching on Yom Kippur today. And if you go to victory.radio and click on blog, you can follow along. We're in segment eight. The Lord's Day is Judgment Day. And hopefully if you listen to any part of this, what it's built like, try to do it the same way God built the sanctuary, which is in layers. You just kind of pass through, and so there's repetition in each area because you're continuing to do the same thing. You're approaching Jesus. So, so, so you're, you're a tell. Yes. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're on the Israel trip, you know. You know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big hill. That's what I am right there. <laughs> the Lord's Day is Judgment Day. So John's encounter with Jesus that is in the book of Revelation takes place on the Day of Atonement. So we know that by the beginning of the book. Uh, Revelation 1.10, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day and heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet. So he hears a, a trumpet. So obviously Feast of Trumpets announces the days of awe, including the Day of Atonement. The phrase, the Lord's Day, is a Greek phrase absolutely unique to the Bible. By the second century, they started to apply that to Sundays, but there's actually no biblical reason to use it that way. The only day that Jesus refers to as his day is the day of his coming. It says, for as the lightning that flashes out of one part under heaven shines to the other part under heaven, so also the Son of Man will be in his day. So the Lord's day may simply be another way of saying the day of the Lord. So as John's standing there in Revelation, he's standing there looking at the Day of Atonement or the Day of Jesus' coming, and he's about to show him how it all unfolds. So the Day of Atonement was and will be the Lord's Day. It's a day of judgment in which the true spiritual condition of everyone was revealed, and it will be when he returns to bring judgment to the earth and rescue his people. That's one of the most important things to realize when you hear Judgment Day, he's judging the devil. <laughs> if you come to Jesus, you've been judged. All of that has been pushed out of the way. Mm -hmm. All that's left is the, is the dealing with the devil. The first part of the judgment is the courtroom scene, and they do the investigation. They're starting to look Perry and examine. Mason. It is Perry Mason indeed, except it's Jesus. <laughs> and Dan, well, in this case, it's Daniel. Daniel 7, he watched till thrones were put in place. The court was seated, and the books were opened. So it's literally a court scene. Mm. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. It's Daniel 7. Same number of angels is present in the judgment scene of Revelation. I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Revelation 5. In Daniel 7, books were open. Revelation 20, books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. Since Revelation is written in that chiastic structure, we can see the investigation in chapters 4 and 5. Then you see the verdict carried out by the 144,000 in chapter 14. Another key symbol in, in all of this is the phrase... These eyes that you're seeing everywhere, mm -hmm. the the lamb has seven eyes. The four living creatures who are around the throne, full of eyes in front and, and back and around and within. That's a lot of eyes. But the eyes symbolize the Lord's judgment and separation of the righteous from those who are not. So they're watching. They're taking everything in. The eyes of the Lord have two functions, to watch and to protect his children. The same thing, to watch and protect his children. And the second is to discern the wickedness of his enemies. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. That's Proverbs. Second Chronicles, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Mm. Then you see seven lamps and seven spirits. There's seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. So even while the judgment 
of the Day of Atonement is being carried out. The daily intercessory ministry of Jesus, which is the lamps, the bread, and the incense, is still taking place. He, Jesus, is always able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. So you understand, right now, he's in this sanctuary in heaven that we saw the tabernacle and the temple of old. That's what's in heaven. All of our stuff was patterned after it. He's in there doing these things. Since the seven lampstands of the seven churches, seven lamps show the presence of the Spirit. Jesus is the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. But while he's in heaven, he has sent the Holy Spirit to bring his light through the fruits and the gifts of the Spirit in the lives of believers. So why is he so into filling us up and sending us out? Because that's what he's doing right now. All he's doing is shining that light. So when we refuse to do that, you're refusing to be a priest after Jesus. It is so helpful to follow along in the notes on the blog. Go to victory.radio and click on blog, and you can follow along with Ray Haynes. It's Risenstein at Victory 91.5. Also posted on the Risenstein Facebook page. Boom. There's a family...